Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Welcome. Welcome. What an awesome day. What an awesome day we have today. So the last couple of weeks we've been, or last week, we've been talking about calling and the will of God. And um, so many people commented on how good Chelsea was. Not me. How good Chelsea was. So um, today I... Now, when, when it was interesting because she asked about calling and what my perspective was in growing up and all that. So I was talking to my dad during the week because he was the senior pastor. Um, I served under him and he never really wanted to promote me at all in church. Um, he never pushed me forward, never asked me to do anything. I always had to put my hand up because he, he didn't want to push me in that direction. But I know that if you read scripture, it talks about um, if you have a calling on your life and then you can't deny it, you can't reject it. You, you, if you're called by God to do something, you, you need to step out in that. So I never really wanted to be a pastor. I didn't realize I did. But when God called me and I responded to it, something shifted in my life. Now, if you read through Psalms, it actually tells us, and all through, also through, right through the Old Testament, it says to teach this to your children and your children's children. So you have an influence over your household um, with the atmosphere that you bring and the teachings that you bring in your home, the, the value system that you have. So today I'm going to ask two brilliant people to join me. Number one, they're brilliant because they're my children. And um, I, have, I, I really I love the fact that they are um, led by the Spirit and they've got such a passion and an intelligence beyond what I could ever really represent. So they're going to come out here. We've got Chelsea and Callum as well joining us today. Go, so it's Dad. Callum's first time in front of the screen. Well, he's he was always been behind drums. the camera. Yeah, oh, he's, uh, yes, true, true. Hello, church. Is Again? everyone good? Yeah. Okay, thank you, Kylie. We were just getting coffee. Hello, church. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Grab your coffee. I, I, I can hear my voice. <laughs> what was that? Oh, you want to Welcome, Count. We should acknowledge there is a third child, but there's only three chairs. Yes. So she didn't make the cut today. She's working hard back there. Last week, we started, we started talking about... Do you know what questions I'm going to ask no, you today? No, not but, at all. Yeah. Cal no doesn't know either. What you're going to ask today, but you're going to... I will put it out there and say you guys are allowed to ask questions too. I don't I'll, have to be the... We'll discuss and talk with you. Okay. So, I don't what have were you going to say, sir? <laughs> you, 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 you got your watch. You've got your Bible on yes. this thing. So, um, just open my thing. Because we're talking about calling and what the calling of yep. God is yep. and what the will of God is for our life. And, yeah. and I was reminded like Micah 6.8, which is a really good scripture, where it says, He has shown you, O mortal, what is good mm-hmm. and what does the Lord re- require of you, but to mm-hmm. act justly, to love mercy mm-hmm. and to walk humbly with your God. Um, in the Passion Translation, he said he's already made it plain how to live, what to do and what God is looking for in men and women. It's quite simple. Do what is fair and just to your neighbour. Be compassionate and loyal in your love. Yeah. And don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Take God seriously. Yes. I yes. really like that. And especially right at the moment with the way that the planet's responding or some, some parts of the planet are responding to conflict, to um, shutdown, lockdown, offences happening and all that. So we've got this riot. You wouldn't think we are in this beautiful little spot in rural Victoria yeah. and you, we look out and we can't even imagine yeah. that there's so much um, upheaval going on around the planet. Yeah, that's uh, right. But it is. like There's been riots in Paris. Uh, we've had more protesting 
in um, Australia, um, protesting going on all around the world. There's, there was a yeah. stabbing in the UK, I think, overnight as well, mm. like a mass stabbing. And you just, what is God's will for mankind? It's quite simple. Be fair and just to your neighbour. Be compassionate and loyal in your love. Yeah. And don't take yourself too seriously. Take God's ways yeah. seriously. Yeah. Take his yeah. kingdom yeah. seriously. So um, I just wanted to continue on with that, like that, stating that. Yeah. So, but you're going to talk about the church, aren't you? Aren't yes. you going to ask questions about yes, the church? Yes, I'm going to ask about the church. To be honest, I don't even think I have them written down. So I don't need to ask you. Why have but I got so much so... resource here? And you got... Can I have a Bible, please? Yes, you can. Thank you. That's, my, that's phone my, w- is, my phone is providing the stream right now. Yes. Oh, that's what's so you are welcome. Um, I love that part that says, don't take yourself too seriously, but take God seriously. Yes. Yeah. It's because we have a standard for God that we can't put on ourselves because we'll mm. crumble that's under right. the pressure of you know, perfection, under the pressure of yeah. always living up to the level of perfection that we have for ourselves. Yeah, and but, for others. Yes, and for others. We'll always, we'll always be crippled by that. Mm. We'll be yeah. like, I can't do anything good enough. No one else can do anything good enough either. Yeah. But <laughs> God will always live up to that that's standard. True. Yeah, that's that's so whatever true. standard we yes. set for him, yeah. he'll always live up to it. As long as our standards are in line with yeah. with what he says, who that's he says right, he that's is. That's right, the will of God. So it's yes. about God's faithfulness. But yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys about the church today because I think that we know that the church has a really big um, role, especially now in a really, really broken world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some friends and I were watching a video this week actually about um, just the history of the church and how the church has failed massively in in different times, in different eras, in different centuries. Um, back in, was it the 1800s or the 1600s or something? It was one of those massive brackets around. <laughs> one of those hundreds. <laughs> but on, on um, oh my goodness, Easter Sunday, there were six people in St. Paul's Cathedral Paul's. in England. Yes, Is it yeah, St. Paul's, St. Paul's Cathedral, St. Paul's. Yeah. the big one with the dome. In, yeah. There were six people and there were there were tens of thousands of prostitutes on the streets mm. in that time. And they were like, if there's any time that the church has failed, wow. you know, they could have said it was then. But the fact that the church has been revived since then and the church is always being revived, it's never died. No. God's always, right. always, it says, yeah. Jesus said, um, I will build this church and yeah. the gates of hell will not prevail against yeah, it. Not even the gates of yeah, humans will right. prevail so against right. it. So, true. so if we're talking about the will and calling, I want to talk about the will and the calling of the church mm. and what you guys think it is, um, what you love about church, mm. maybe times when the church has let you down, and then <laughs> what you hope to see the church yeah. fulfill and do in the world. But yeah, what, yep. why, why go to church? What? Oh, <laughs> why okay. Church? Uh, that is a really good question. It is like, a good question. It is. You, have, um. Yeah, I can, I can go. I'll start and you, then you can yeah, follow. Yeah, I, I just don't want to talk well, over the top of you. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, for me, as a young guy, I went to church because my family went to church and we mm-hmm. upheld, upheld that value. And, you know, every single Sunday that we woke up, it wasn't even a question whether or not we were going to church. Yeah. It was get up. Mum's probably ironing your shirt already. Hurry up. Yeah. You got to get it on and you got to get to church no matter what, what's going on. And um, so that, that's the basis of like my I guess you could say it was routine then, but then mm. growing up, I had to start to make my own decisions yeah. as, as I become less reliant on my parents. As you all know, we, we all grow to be more individual and mm. we have more responsibility. 
as an adult. So for me now, you know, moving out of home in the last 12 months, um, I instantly went to an atmosphere where I didn't have my parents praying over my house. I didn't have my nan at the front gatekeeping, wow. you know, calling upon the angels to stand around <laughs> yeah. the vicinity of our property. Shout and out nan. to nan. <laughs> Thank you, nan. Appreciate it so much. Can you just, I'll get you a little granny flat out of the front and we can sort it out <laughs> in the future. No, so um, then for me now, it's, a, um, it's definitely, it was an atmospheric mm. kind of shake-up. I got yeah. into my own house and suddenly it was quiet and I'm like, what, what things do my parents do to create that atmosphere of yeah. um, family. Family, yeah. We and had children. We had children, that's it. I just need some, <laughs> some, some ambient noises of kids in my background. So, With like a spiritual anyway. atmosphere too. A spiritual atmosphere, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grandchildren so. wouldn't be bad. <laughs> there's, so Don't many, look at me. there's so many children in the church, Dad, it's okay. Um, so, yeah, so I guess from this I'm, kind of, I'm drawing back to the fact that we know that Eventually, we have to make that decision yeah. for ourselves. Yes. You know, we have yeah. to totally. begin to understand that mm. that at one point someone might fail us, something might fail yeah. us. But like we yeah. were saying before, God is the only person that won't fail our standards. And it's like yeah. if you're relying on your parents to draw you to church, one day they might fail you yeah. in that. One day That's they true. might, you know, yeah. they might draw from something that you don't understand or something that you disagree yeah. with, and then. All of a sudden, what are you relying on yeah. mm. to put you in yeah. that place? Is mm. it your faith in God or is it your mm. compliance with your parents? So, mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was having a discussion with someone during the week and, um, and Jamie said, I'll just use his, Jamie. I've got to put a, so Jamie said that he, um, he was talking with someone and talking about church and this person was saying how they were disappointed by church growing up. Mm. It's actually someone I went to primary school with mm-hmm. and and Jamie said, I just think it's really interesting, you know, that God made this perfect creation. Everything's in harmony and in tune, a, a perfect heaven, perfect earth, and then he made mankind and put us here to, to bring heaven to earth. Mm. Um, then the fall, because we're, all, we're given a free will, mm. and then the, the fall came. And he said, but then he restored us with the church, what you just quoted there, Jesus yeah. came. Everything about the Old Testament points to Jesus. Yeah, like absolutely. people say, why are all these things in there? It's to show that God has kept a, a people pure and a line pure from Adam yeah. through to Jesus. Mm. That he was Jesus was the Son of God because he was actually um, born of the Holy Spirit and woman. But he yeah. was the Son of God. When you track him back through his genealogy, Son of Adam, Son of God. Yeah. So in the physical and in the in the um, the supernatural, he was Son of God. Yeah. So Jesus came to one body, create the, you know the body of Christ, mm. which is the church. But then he puts it into the hands of people. Yeah, this yeah. perfect thing, Risky. this perfect vehicle <laughs> of love and forgiveness and yeah. grace and and instruction and teaching and value system. Yeah, and then he puts it in the hands of people. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think, that's crazy. Crazy. Because we just mess everything up. Yeah. But if we're led by the Spirit, yeah. then we don't. It's, yeah. it's that Spirit that leading us, that, that yeah. keeps us um, refined. And it's not that we get everything right, but we get back onto what is right when yeah. we discover something's going wrong. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I just thought that was interesting that um, some people say, I don't have to go to church yeah. to believe in God. Yeah. Mm. No. No. We don't have to go to church to, we don't have to come to church to believe in God. No. And scripture actually says that even the demons believe in God. But that's smart enough to be afraid of him, yeah. to have a fear, a, a, a reverent church. fear of God. So I, I think we don't have to come to church or be in church 
to um, believing God, but to growing God and to yeah. understand God's ways right. because yeah. he's made this vehicle of the church to bring heaven to earth um, and then we, through the, this body, carry the, that anointing of Jesus yeah. and that love Absolutely. of Jesus. So um, I, in this 2 Timothy 1.9, it says, have we got any of these stuff on the 2 Timothy 1.9? Oh, Paul, look at that. Beautiful. It says, he has saved us and called us to a holy life. Yes. Not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and his grace. Mm. This grace was given us in Christ before the beginning of time. Yeah. So this grace was always planned for us to walk in and to step into mm. um, before the beginning of time. So Jesus was always ordained to come. And this is what I think the calling of the church is. Okay, so Proverbs, this is... For I, when did I tell you that we we're going to be speaking about no, church? No, you didn't. I just, then... I just went looking for scriptures. And I, so Proverbs <laughs> 31 <laughs> says yeah. this, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Yep. Yeah. For the, um, yeah. For the rights of those who are destitute, speak yeah. up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Isaiah 1.17. This is the calling that's actually on the church. Yeah. To speak out for those that can't speak up for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Learn to do right. Seek justice. So many of us think justice is when we get... Personal justice. Yeah, personal justice. Yeah. That's not just. You know, <laughs> and sometimes, yeah, justice isn't fair. Mm. Um, God's right. justice is. Defend the oppressed, Isaiah says. Take up the cause of the fatherless and plead the case of the widow. Those that yeah. can't look after themselves. Yeah. So that is what really the calling of the church is. It's not mm. a happy, clappy group where we just come and, you know, peace and mung beans. It's actually somewhere where we come and deal with the gritty stuff of life yeah. and we do it together and, yeah. together and we encourage one another, but we also carry those that can't carry themselves or stand up for those that can't. It's, it's a place where, like, Jesus stood in the place of, for us. Mm. Now we stand in the gap for others. Mm. So yeah. church is a place where we show love, we, um, yeah... It's a vessel for that. Sorry, I'm. No, that's. I don't want to like wrestle this out from where you are. That's go. fine. The questions are going to come as the questions yes. come into the conversation. So, talking about church like that, immediately I'm thinking church on a Sunday, and I was like, how do we, how do yeah. we care for, yeah, you know, those that aren't protected, or how do we care for those that don't have a voice on a Sunday? And I don't think it is on a Sunday. That's right. It's not church mm. services where this happens. It's Mom. the body of the yes. church yeah. that yeah. enables this and lives this out as a calling as a whole, mm. recognizing that you, yes, have an individual calling like we talked about last week, but then also that we have a calling as part of something bigger than ourselves yes. that we get to do with other people. And if we're not, you know, necessarily, I always say, that I really appreciate people that are called to certain areas. Yeah. Like yeah. people that are called to medicine or people that are called to do a range of careers that I would massively, like people that are called to cook. <laughs> <laughs> I freak out. But, but so we're all, the body is made whole by all of our individual yes. callings. Yeah, we're all parts being, of it. And yeah. our, our individual talents mm. and gifts coming together to add to something that's a whole, which means looking after people like... Mm. Creating initiatives yeah. where where people are being empowered, people are being loved, the lost are being, you Careful. know, found yeah. and and brought to a place where they feel they belong. Mm. Um, so true. I wonder if I have a question here, Calm. Do you have any thoughts? Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just pondering and thinking about um, the the aspect of the church that. 
constantly calls us to not fall back to being comfortable, mm. you know, not falling yeah. back on a Sunday yeah. morning true. into routine and not falling into our week, into our routine. routine. Yes. Mm. But, um, but always going to <laughs> <laughs> always drawing back onto walking like Christ would walk and, yeah. and taking those moments every day to, to reach out to the people and, and be yeah. that voice and be that beacon for people to, to see Christ. And mm. I think that it's so easy to fall into routine and we find ourselves doing it often, but it's not, well, it's not a bad thing if you identify it and yeah. if you draw away from it, you know, not, not falling into being clicky at church and, and ignoring the opportunities to, to make others feel welcome. Mm. And, yeah. and the same in, in your everyday walk yeah. in life. Like there's always going to be clicks and there's going to be an in crowd, but it's like stepping out of that so that you can draw others into that yeah. and then yeah. kind of expand yeah. it to the point where it's not um, exclusive. Yes. You know? mm. We're not meant to be exclusive exactly. at all. We're meant to be inclusive, embracing everybody. Even the fatherless and the and the broken and the destitute—that's what mm. Scripture tells us—is mm. to to embrace those. Yeah. I um. I just want to cut in. I love that God has created communities for our life. So we're born into a family. Mm. We're born into um, this close knit community that you don't choose to be a part of. But this is how you learn to get along with people. Yeah. And this is how you learn to forgive. This is how you learn to love. This is how you learn to be stuck with people, but then live with them in a functional way, hopefully. And then you've got, when you step into faith, you've got a church family, which is also this loving, forgiving community that's a little bit bigger than your yeah. immediate family, where you, where you get to grow these skills with people that you aren't necessarily stuck with, but you choose mm. yeah, to be surrounded right. with. And you say, though we might be different... We've got this common denominator of Jesus. And so I want to learn how to live with you the best that I can because uh, this community is important to me um, more than my own personal needs. And so God prepares us for the greater community of society and the world where we can learn to foster Mm. love and forgiveness so that when we come against people that maybe don't agree with us at all <laughs> on matters of faith or family, um, we're not stuck with them, but we seek to have community with them yeah. for the sake of unity and the sake of harmony within mm. humanity, if that's possible, which, you know, I think it is. The heart of humanity right now is harmony. It wants Even though everyone's, it. Yeah. everyone's protesting and everyone has different views, Everyone wants to be seen and noticed and mm. everyone's opinions are and being And valued. You know, they, they really yeah. want to be valued. And unfortunately, um, if, it, if it doesn't come from a, from a, a, a benchmark, mm. then we'll be just going on what we feel. Yeah. And we're, we're not meant to because I can take offence at, at the smallest thing in life. Mm. Honestly, I really can find mm. a lot of offence when I'd, I... <laughs> Bridie made the comment one day, she says, Dad, how come all the idiots come out when you're driving? Because <laughs> no one else notices them, but when I'm like, idiot, you know, like, idiot. And, but then again, I, and that's not true. I don't verbally say that, but it might sound like it when I talk about my trips around Muldura. And, um, you're just good at storytelling. But, but then I, um, but if I'm offended then it's my offence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I'm not just talking about me at the moment. I'm talking about the whole world. Like, what I want is to get on well with people. What I want is to mm-hmm. have harmony in my life. That's right. But if I take on offence because of something somebody has done intentionally yeah. or unintentionally, yeah. then it's mine. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's the whole orientation then is self. Yeah. yeah. Self right. is the, the whole, the absolute of that. And I am God in that moment because it is my priority. It is my agenda. It is everything. And mm. you just look at this at the moment. We've got all these selfish agendas. They may be coming together for one common cause, but I've, I've seen protests and different things going on. And mm. people are protesting for so many different things, but under one banner. Yeah. Because yeah. there's just protests going on at the moment. Yeah. There's a fence going on. There's, there's yeah, mm. just people with disdain. But how do we as the church in this season um, carry that forward? Like, I, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I'm asking yeah. a question now. How do, how do we do this? And during the week, I got a text. Um, somebody said, please help me. Help me. Um, <laughs> said, Hebrews 7. Um, it's doing my head in. And he'd read it in, this person had read it in the Passion Translation. Right. And it's talking about the order of Melchizedek. Ah. Melchizedek. Has anyone ever really gone into Melchizedek and like really no. looked at that? Not massively. So the story <laughs> is that Abraham, coming back from battling all these kings, mm. meets Melchizedek, the king of Salem. Now, Salem means peace. So he was the king of a city called Peace. Mm. So he had no beginning and no end. So what scripture tells us that he, there was no record of his parents and there was no record of his death. He was without beginning and without end. We don't know who Melchizedek is. Right. We don't know if he was actually a person mm-hmm. or he was, because it says he was like the son of God. Now, many times through scripture, um, when Abraham, he, he had met the son of God because he came and said, come outside of your tent, Abraham, and look up at the stars. Mm. And that's when, you know, he was there with, and it says the capital L, Lord, at that mm. time. So yeah. we yeah. know who that was. But um, this whole thing about Melchizedek, because later on it says that Jesus now is a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. And we were discussing this mm. about, and he's going, but who was Melchizedek? And I'm thinking about it, and I'm, we're not given any information on Melchizedek. Yeah, right. Abraham recognized him, though. Yeah. So Abraham yeah. must have known him because he went and gave him 10% of all the loot and booty that he had just taken from um, the other kings from that he ki- just yeah. um, defeated. And he gave him 10%. Mm. It's a tithe. So, exactly. <laughs> before tithing even came into yeah. existence, he showed us the principle of honouring someone who blessed him. And yeah. it, there's so much in there. Look, we could, I could talk about it. But the... What I um, really want to bring out here is that we now are in the same priestly line, the order of Melchizedek, yeah. because of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Now, who is Melchizedek? Doesn't matter. It's the order of mm-hmm. Melchizedek. It's actually what he, who he was and what he carried, which was he was a king and he was a priest. It tells us he was a priest before the Lord Almighty, but he wasn't a Hebrew. It tells us he wasn't a Hebrew guy, but Abraham still honoured him. But he was a king and a priest. Mm -hmm. Jesus is a king and a priest. So he has governance and authority, and he also has ministry and that bipartisan place of bringing heaven to earth. Uh, Wrong word. But that um, that authority to bring heaven to earth. We are now in that place where Mm -hmm. we have... Governance and authority, not mm. control over other people, no. but over ourselves. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. responsibility. To responsibility to, yep. to govern our own responses. Yeah. And that's why scripture talk, tells us all the time to, to treat people differently, to look at people differently, mm. um, yeah, to value people differently. And in the church, we need to keep continually yeah. shifting 
yeah. our, our gaze from what we think is right on our own feelings and putting them on Jesus. I've got a bunch of scriptures here. It says, you know, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your, your faith. Fixing yeah. our eyes on Jesus, you know, the, for the joy set before him endured the cross. Hmm. Keeping our eyes on Jesus, his example of a, yeah. the authority that he took in his life and over his life. And not only that, but he was given spiritual authority over the atmosphere of others' mm. lives around him. And he was a priest and he bought that office and that, that connection of heaven. We are meant to be standing in that same thing yeah, yeah. That's of right. the authority of governance of our own life and bringing, you know, making sure that we fight for unity mm. in our life. Um, mm. I'm just trying to think. There's a, that scripture, you know, to uphold the unity of the spirit. Um, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm just looking for the scripture now. He always comes with a plethora of things to say, and you don't need any of it because no. <laughs> it would just come out of you anyway. <laughs> um, Callum, I want to ask you, so specifically, we've been talking about churches abroad, mm. um, but specifically church for you. You are someone that I think everyone can recognize that serves a lot in church. You could easily um, like take a dip in nearly every ministry that's running on a Sunday. How do you engage in church on a Sunday or do you get to engage at all? Yeah, right. No, I don't. Spiritually. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's absolutely been a challenge mm. because I have a very servant heart, like a strong servant heart and a very strong drive to just get in and get things done. So yep. if there's, mm. if something happens, I'm, I'm like boots on the ground, ready to go. And mm. I think for me, um, it has definitely been part of, understanding the higher calling on myself and it's comfortable for me to be the person like if you want a job done do it yourself get in and do it but I know that the higher calling for me is to have someone next to me who I can empower to do that job Mm. for me so that I can Mm. I can stay focused and then see the great like the broader thing so yeah um that's pretty much what I am trying to work through and enable so that then I can enter into worship better than being a, you know, problem-focused person or a solution-focused person. I'm a, I'm a problem-solver. I'm a solution-finder. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I, it's been a walk for sure. And I, like, I, I passionately love drumming. I love worshipping. I love doing anything I can. And I think in anything you do, there's an aspect of worship and there's an aspect yes. of, um, yes. yeah, it glorifies yeah, of, worship, God. of glorifying yeah. God. Yeah. So, yeah, That's I so think... True. It's doing a disservice to our own skills and talents if mm. we're not using them to worship God. Yes. So if oh, they're serving yes. as a distraction coming into yeah. church, yeah. I think the greatest form of us using our skills is when we bring them together with harmony to mm. to worship God with them. So mm. um, I agree. I love doing that. I'm yep. like, yes, God, this is what you've created me to do is bring these gifts and talents because I'm quite, I'm a jack of all trades at times. So it's like, yeah, I love that factor but there's definitely a um a responsibility with it because i can easily be single-minded mm. be be focused on that thing and and that's just the way my brain is programmed but mm. um yeah i love entering church and getting to bring my gifts and talents and knowing yeah. that that's a calling that i have and i'm allowing other people to enter into church and yeah. with their gifts mm. and with their talents and yeah. entering into their worship so um yeah. It's like, a walk that we all have, yeah, right? I, I'm, yeah, I'm the same because I used to love drumming too. Yeah. I would never drum now. Like Callum, Ken, Jesse, flipping heck. Oh, I, flipping I can't the keep hex. up with them. Yeah, they just... <laughs> Did you ask that they'd have a double anointing? Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. well, this is the fruit. This, 
Thanks, Mum. <laughs> but um, see, now I feel I've lost my train of thought. So I, um, okay, when, no, we, when we shifted from, so my beautiful wife, your mother, and I shifted from being, um, from serving in a, um, a servant-servant role yeah. to a lead-servant yeah. role mm-hmm. in the church, it's, I find it really difficult when we be the church together. Mm-hmm. I, I personally, I'm, see, this is a vulnerable time. I have to fight to really connect with God yeah. sometimes on a Sunday yeah. when we're together. Mm-hmm. The time when I should be like, when we are united and like, I was, I was over here and I'm praying and I'm telling God all the things he is to me. Mm. And then I realized I'm not actually connected with God right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying things, I'm doing things, but I'm not being there with him. Mm-hmm. So I immediately just shifted my mindset and I went, sorry, dad. I'm, I'm talking without yeah. even connecting with you. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I've just walked in the room and I'm going, Dad, do this. Dad, do that. Dad, where are you? you know, and I'm like, mm. no, no. I, and in a moment, I was able to shift my whole yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. And then I just knelt on the floor while you guys were worshipping and I just went, just connected with God. Yeah. So I, I want to encourage you, don't, like it's, if you're visiting church or even watching at the moment, um, don't just watch. Connect with Dad. Yeah. You know, during worship, yeah. connect with Dad. Yeah. Um, during when we're d- talking, if you hear something that that sparks with you, talk with Father about that. Talk with yeah. that. Ask the Holy Spirit. Well, what, what is that? What, what did they just say? Because yeah. it might be that you need to bring some governance. You need, you need to yeah. be a minister in your home. And what Callum was talking about before about when he shifted to being, you know, part of the family living at home with us to being f- part of the family, living, starting a new family. Yeah. Um, and he had to make a decision and Kim needed to make a decision to be the, the kings and priests in their home. Mm. Yeah. To bring that, that authority of, no, this is what our house, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord and then moving forward yeah. from there and, and bring, ministering to one another. Yeah. As I said last week, there's so much that, that mum has taught me about God. That, that divine aspect that she brings um, into my life and yeah. you guys have. Mm. The divine aspects that you have brought into my life because I wouldn't have got to see an aspect of God if it wasn't for you. Yeah. And that's the same for every single person that we're here to reflect that divine nature of our Father who created mm. all mankind. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, and it's beautiful. And in a time when we're, we're looking at, at you know, what colours, what cultures, what's going on, what economies and all that, mm-hmm. um, to know that God is provider, mm-hmm. to know that God is father overall, to know that yeah. God is our peace, to know yeah. that, that God has got it. He's our protector and he's always going to be there yeah. for us. Yeah. That's what I love about church because it keeps yeah. reminding me in my, in my journey of life who God is mm-hmm. and who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And what's required. We've got, we've got communion to we take together. Have. But I, um, I just wanted to talk really quickly as, before we take communion about the fact that church is a multicultural, yes. multifaceted thing with people from all walks of life coming together, people at all stages of faith coming together. And that means that sometimes there's rifts in the way that we communicate and the way that yeah. we can relate to one another. It's how we understand. Yes. Yeah. And so... A common story for people that have been to church or are in church is that they've been hurt by people that are in the church. And I don't think there's anyone here that's exempt from that. 
we're, that's right. we're heavily involved, but that's there's so been true. times where um, I know you guys have been let down by people. <laughs> and I used to get beat at church <laughs> by other people. Like literally, Back I grew in up day, in the time when children okay. were seen and not heard. And if they were seen, you smacked them over the head. I remember getting so many beatings off mums because I was a, a vibrant, active person. I was never mean or You're devious. I was just mischievous. Active. And I got never. their kids involved into some, I don't know, some Creative mischievous things. things. And next thing, I was getting a beating. And I never told my parents. Never yeah. told grandma or grandpa because I thought they'll just hit me again because I thought I was wrong. So growing up in church, I just had this thing that I was always doing the wrong thing, even when I was trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that, that fear of man was a big thing that I needed yeah. to come to, to terms with. Yeah. Always because I, I then thought it was all about me and my behavior. And I, I found it hard to connect with God because mm. I was always thinking, what are other people thinking of me? Yeah, and I don't think that that's foreign to any no. of us. I think yeah. everyone's walks with that. Yeah, what are people thinking about yeah, me? And yeah. as Dr. Phil says, if you only knew how little they do, yeah, think about right. you. Yeah. You know what a revelation. True. Sorry, you were going to. Yeah, I am but talking, but just the fact that Jesus builds His church, and yes. the Bible says, I think in Hebrews, don't forsake the coming together, mm, especially yeah. those in faith. Yes, and so that's not. That's not don't forsake coming together when it's really easy and you're getting along with everyone. Oh, yeah. that's, that's don't forsake yes. coming together. Allow, yeah. allow the Holy Spirit to minister healing. Yeah. And like maybe I'm preaching to the choir <laughs> because you're all here. But um, if you know that there's people that have been hurt in church and so it's, it's meant that they've disregarded or stopped, they've started forsaking the coming together, I would, I would just put it to you that maybe it's, it's you that can pray for them yeah. um, and pray for the Holy Spirit to, to do a healing work mm-hmm. in them because we don't want anyone to miss out on this beautiful yeah. thing that's, that's the God's church. That's God's heart as well. Yeah, I think like Dad was talking about coming to church and how we can not connect with the Holy Spirit. I think if, you know, if we did a survey and people said, yeah, like the lighting's good, the music's good, even the preaching's good, but I never connect with God. And if that was across the board, oh. we'd stop church in an instant. And say, what are because we doing? Yeah. That's not what we want to achieve. It's not about this live stream. It's not about mm. anyone looking good. It's about us and you connecting with the Father and yes, connecting right. with the Holy Spirit. That's our yeah. main objective yes, totally. every single time We've, that yeah. we come together. So we only do this to foster relationship and foster growth in, mm. in faith. But Well said. Um, maybe yeah. in communion we could, like we always draw on, the sacrifice of Jesus. He atones for us. He brings healing for sin. He brings healing for the sins that have been um, committed against you and against your heart. So Mm. I'm just going to believe that as we take communion, if you've got something at home to take communion with, that the Holy Spirit will administer healing through the blood of Jesus today Yeah. so that his church can be a a thing that he really is building and he's able to minister to hearts. Because it is, it's a time where Jesus said, do this often yeah. in remembrance of me. Mm. So our life groups do this together. Um, we need to do this more together at home. But I, th- I think we do anyway, because when we come around a meal, we're all, we give thanks and we, yeah. we talk about yeah. what God's doing. We talk about and we remember Jesus. And yeah, I, I love that aspect about how we can actually be vessels of that connection with heaven, mm. even yeah, even yeah. around a meal. But um, Jesus on the 
on the night that he was betrayed, he, he took the, the bread and he broke it and he said, this is my body, eat of it. Um, and then he said, and after he finished eating, he took the cup and he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. So this yeah. was a new mm. promise from God, a new relationship that mm. um, the planet had never seen before. Yeah. You, might, you might think that, um, that Jesus, you know, that AD and, and BC uh, are all about a, just a timeline, but it's not. It's when there was a shift that came to the planet that was so profound that, that people, historians later on, just said, we need to mark this date yeah. because this is when everything changed mm. on the planet. Yeah. Mm. Now, yeah. people can disregard that because they say, oh, but that's fine for you to believe. It doesn't matter what I believe. This is actually the truth. Mm. I, it's only my faith because I have chosen to believe this message. Yeah. And yeah. it's actually, it can be your faith as well. Um, because Jesus has opened up a way for yeah. all of us to come back to the Father yeah. and to know who He is and know who we are. So we remember Jesus, yeah. but this is also a proclamation. Like Paul reminds us, this is we proclaim when we eat and drink, yeah. we proclaim everything that Jesus achieved for us, yeah. even if we don't understand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We proclaim yeah. everything that he did. And if you, if you just look at it, he's the Prince of Peace. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, He's the Mighty Counselor. Yeah. He, he's Everlasting Father. He's... Prince of Peace. Oh man, how much have I needed that in my life to remind myself over and over again? Now, nah, uh, my calling is a peaceful calling, not mm. a restless, not a you know, not a uh, ranting. It's a peaceful calling. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Um, have you got anything to add? No. That's good. <laughs> okay. I hopefully Let's gave pray. you enough time to to grab some communion. But, Callum, you want to pray? Yeah. Lead us uh, with the yeah. cup and the bread. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, we just, yeah, we thank you for your sacrifice. And we know that it wasn't in vain because that day is, is a monumental time in history where, mm. where we entered into a new covenant with you so that our relationship with our Father could be stronger, so that our relationship with our Father could be something that doesn't mm. waver. Mm. But Lord, we thank you that, that we're not perfect, but Jesus was, Jesus yeah. is that his sacrifice is perfect for every single person. And today, God, we just pray for, for healing. Mm. We know that, that you're the bride, that the, the church is the bride. Is that right? Yeah. I'm yeah. saying the right thing. Yes, <laughs> I'm not it. going crazy. <laughs> yeah, Lord, we thank you that, that the church has a calling here on earth and it's yeah. a calling to be united under the mm. Spirit, united yeah. in the Spirit. And thank you, God, for sending your Holy Spirit. And yeah, yes. we just pray for healing today for every single person that's feeling separated right now, yes. God. We, feel, we pray for anyone who is, who is missing that coming together. And Lord, we know that, that, are, that us being here today and taking communion, God, we're empowering those people to be healed right now, mm. that we're empowering the body yes. to be healed right now, God. And we thank you that, that the church isn't these four walls, God, but when those four walls are taken apart, God, we see what the church really is, God. And, mm. and we thank you that, that it is powerful, God, and we thank you that it is a beacon. And mm. Jesus, we thank you for being the light of the world. Yes. But Lord, we, mm. just, we accept that challenge right now to carry yes. it on. We accept mm. that challenge to, to allow Holy Spirit to live with yes. us and dwell within us. Mm. So God, yeah. we thank you. Jesus, thank we thank you. you. Thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you for your blood thank that was you, spilled. Yeah. We thank you for your body that was broken mm. so that we could have eternal life, so that we could have relationship with our Father. Mm. God, we thank you right now. Thank you for your body, Jesus. Thank you for your body. By your stripes we are healed. Mm. 
Father, I just thank you for healing, physical healing, emotional healing, yeah. mental healing. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Father, right now for healing in limbs, healing yeah. in organs, healing yeah. in mindsets, healing in behavior. Father, I thank you that you are a restorative God. You restore us. And I thank you right now, Father, you have brought us back yeah. through the price of Jesus. And we just speak right now that by, a, by your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. I thank yeah. you that we stand in the existence of healing. Yeah. And we just speak to, for immune systems to be strong. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Jesus. Oh, thank Jesus. You. Thank you for your body. Thank you for the church. Thank you for the vessel of the church. Thank you for your promises, Lord. Oh, your new covenant. Oh, new covenant. Thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, I just thank you right now in this moment that we can connect with Father God. Mm. You are Father over all creation. You are the God that made everything seen and unseen. Mm. And you desire a personal relationship with us. Yes, God. Thank you that you made it so simple for us to to connect with you. We just need to submit to the Lordship of Jesus. Ask for Jesus to take control of our lives. Yeah. Ask for forgiveness where we've made mistakes, whether we knew it or not. And you are just and able to forgive us. Thank you, Father. Right now, I just thank you for that, for your Holy Spirit. The atmosphere of your spirit just permeating the households of everyone who's watching or listening. We just speak peace over your life right now. We proclaim Prince of Peace. We proclaim the Everlasting Father. Yes, God. We proclaim, oh, the Counselor. Jesus, yeah. Counselor. (laughs) The one who guides us and instructs us. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your presence in marriages. I thank you for... for bringing marriages back together. I thank you mm. for restoring hearts that, are, that have been disillusioned because of offense. Open eyes, Holy yeah. Spirit, to see what justice our God is actually outworking on the earth. We only see it from a natural perspective, but show us from a supernatural yeah. perspective yeah. that yeah. we see that those that are for us are greater than those that are against yes. us. Yes. That you are for us, yes. God. Mm. You are thank always you, for Lord. us. Oh, thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Oh, what an awesome day. Yes. Thanks, guys, yeah. for joining. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for, well, you're always here. And, and, and not only that, thank you for everyone who serves like, um, and doing a great job behind the scenes. Yeah. River Edge, you've got to be proud of these guys and also thankful for what they're, they're doing. And the, not only that, I'm thinking about it, everybody who has a role in the church that is now on, you know, on hiatus because we're, we're, they don't have a role to, to do, yeah. but yeah. they're still being the church. Yes. Yeah. So we're not, yes. we don't do church and we don't attend church. We be church. So it's That's a, totally a conversation for another day too. Yes. Hey, being the church. That's a good one. You could do a whole other yes. thing. Yeah. yeah. A whole other thing. A whole other thing. Whole. That was so eloquently spoken. A whole other thing. I think that's grammatically correct. It is. Have a great day, church. Nice shoes, Callum. Why not? Why not reach out to someone? Let's build unity. Yes. Um, and yeah, as Annie Carroll said today, though restrictions have changed, and it's maybe not what we were expecting no. to happen. Let's let's pray. Yeah.
and yeah, mm. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. God's gonna have His way, and God's gonna bring out good in this. Yes, He yeah. already has. So we can believe that He's gonna build on that even more. I, I just want to finish up with one thing that you you mentioned earlier. Um, I'm, I'm just being prompted by the Spirit, and it's for someone at the moment. But yeah. the um, Chelsea made made the statement about praying for somebody if you see something and. My wife says this all the time. If you recognize or notice something that, that's out of order or someone who's not doing too well at the moment, that's because the Holy Spirit has placed that on you. Mm. Number one, pray. Yeah. Um, and, and pray for them. And, 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 and don't just pray, oh, God, please fix them. Like, pray for them. Like, yeah, Bill Johnson just blows me away. He prays that his people that are against him, that they would lack nothing in their lives. What a profound thing to step into that um, peace and that grace. But yeah. if you notice something that's wrong, it, it might be in the, your household, it might be in your workplace, it may be you're seeing something in the government or whatever's going, pray about it. Yeah. That, that's the will of God for us in that's Christ right. Jesus, to pray continually, to, to walk in humility and to be officers of peace yes. wherever yes. we go. So I want to encourage you it's in that today, that, um, that yeah. you have the authority, you have the kingship, you have the rulership yeah. over your life and yeah. the atmosphere of your life. No one can take your peace from you. You surrender it. So don't surrender it. Fight to keep the unity of the, pe- of yeah. the Spirit yeah. through the bonds of peace. But not only that, you have governance over your life and you are a minister of heaven to your family, to your workmates, to your yeah. schoolmates. Um, whoever that may be. So have an awesome week. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, beautiful you children. Soon. Thanks, Papa. See you soon. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about services or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.